2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
0: This is Red Sox Review. And it starts right now. Here's your
4: host, Joe Weil.
5: A great night for the city of Boston in the city of brotherly love. The Red Sox take down the Philadelphia Phillies by a score of 5 to 3. And then oh yeah, on top of it, the Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers 114 to 102. So they're up 2-1 in that series, but the Red Sox now have won 7 consecutive games and they're 15 and 6 over their last 21. They improved to 20-14 and 14 overall, they continue to play phenomenal baseball. Joe Weil with you. We're here on Red Sox Review. Andrew Meehan behind the glass. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m. The number to call in, 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937. You can also text us at 379 379- as well if you want to join the conversation a ton to talk about and coming into tonight all we were talking about was the Red Sox and how hot they've been as of late but it had been the offense really guiding this team And, and it's not as if they had a bad offensive night they had eight hits and five runs so there were still a lot of contributors in the lineup today but the pitching was ultimately the story tonight chris sale looking like him his old self more times than not tonight he picks up the victory he improves to three and two on the season he posts a quality start six innings seven hits three runs one walk but ten strikeouts. His stuff looked electric, so especially at the beginning of the outing. He hit a little bit of a lull in the fourth inning, a lot of tough luck, and we'll talk about it in a moment. But in the end, he gives him a great outing uh, as Red Sox a uh, pick up a score uh, or beat the Phillies by a score of five to three. So a lot of offense in this one for the Red Sox as well. Again, they they scatter eight hits and over uh, in five, five run offensive outing and Kike Hernandez was part of the action as we listen to tonight's highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show here's the pitch
4: swing a line drive into left field that's a base hit Yoshida comes home he will score Kike delivers
5: and it's three nothing Red Sox and that was a highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. You deserve a card that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience a thrill for yourself today. Shop NissanUSA.com. Kike Hernandez goes two for four. He now has hits in seventeen. 17- of his last 21 games. So he's, he's picked it up after a pretty slow start to the season, and the Red Sox win it by a score of 5-3 to three tonight. Alex Cora's got to be a happy man. Seven straight W's for his team. Let's listen in now and what he had to say after tonight's game.
3: He's moving. He's moving, and, uh, you know, Cinco Mayo. You know, that was kind of like the day I always talk about. But uh, all kidding aside, uh, fastball is playing, good sliders, I mean, that inning, he doesn't make a play. Uh, Castellanos hits a ball off the end of the bat, and then Real Muto hits the changeup. But uh, overall, you know, what we expected, and uh, he's trending in the right direction. And the velocity, as you mentioned, the fastball, it's ticking up each time. Yeah, I was excited to see. So... Uh, I think he he feels better body wise. You know he's moving a lot better than a few outings ago. And uh, like I said, you know he's trending in the right direction. Getting Kenley back, what does that mean to the back end? Oh, he's huge. Um, you know Martin too. Uh, those those two guys. I mean they're done that. You know and they're really good. They throw strikes, and uh, they have dominated the last few years. So. Um, you know, um, Richard did an outstanding job, too, facing some righties, and he's been throwing the ball well. So, I mean, I think the bullpen, because of the kids, you know, Wink and, and, and Cutter, they've been able to rest some guys and, and try to reset the bullpen, and, um, you know, right now we're in a good spot. You said you said in spring training you thought that Chris would be able to improve his velocity over time. Do you think he'd get to 99 this quickly? Um, I mean, this quickly, no. But I knew at one point he was going to get there. No, he, like, he hasn't pitched in a while. So <clears throat> I know he had the surgery, right? But uh, the other stuff is the other stuff, you know? Like, he jokes around like he's, what, 35? He's 31. His arm is 31. He's fresh. So uh, he's feeling good. Sometimes, you know, is is it too soon to throw 97, 98? Whatever, you know, I I understand why, you know. And and, in 18, he was very careful. We were very careful, but he hasn't competed, you know. He wants to compete. He wants to dominate. And uh, today was a great day for him.
1: What did you think about the offense going against another top pitcher?
3: Really good. We are making work again. Uh, We put some good at-bats. The kids did an outstanding job. And uh, we put pressure on them.
4: So now you only had one extra base hit, and you're able to grind out five runs. What does it say about this lineup that they can figure out ways to put runs up? Yeah, they're going to keep put,
3: putting pressure on you. They, they will do that. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, seeing Valdez, you know, hitting that changeup for a base hit. Just uh, Jaron, you know, uh, all of a sudden Wheeler is dealing. He gets a breaking ball. He reads the game. hits a double, you know. And uh, they prepare,
5: they work, and they grind. And uh, that's a recipe of uh, a good offense. All right, so that was Alex Cora talking after the Red Sox 5-3 victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. The number to call in, 617-779-7937 if you want to join in on the conversation. And boy, Chris Sale, Alex Cora just talked about him for the majority of that Post game press conference there, and his stuff was up tonight. Uh, If you look at velocity wise, he was about two miles per hour up on the fastball, four seam fastball, slider was up by two miles per hour, two and a half on the sinker, uh, according to Baseball Savant, and then even the changeup had a tick up in velocity. But it was that first inning, he just came out guns blazing, and that was the most impressive thing. He throws nine pitches in the first inning, and eight of the nine were 97 miles per hour or more, if you're rounding up on the pitches. It was awesome, and then especially against Bryce Harper, he just gave it to him. And Bryce Harper gets this huge ovation. You know, first game back playing in Philadelphia after having Tommy John surgery. They even stopped the game. There was no worry about a, a pitch clock violation for him. And then Chris Sale just blows him away and strikes him out. And Chris Sale, ten strikeouts tonight, 80th time he's done that in this career. In his career, let's go to the phones now. We'll start with Jared in Charleston. He wants to chat about Chris Sale. Jared, what's going on? Hey,
0: I was just saying, like you guys already said, Chris Dill had a great outing, loved it, you know what I mean? And it was a great time for him. I'm glad he finally got back on his feet after going back down to Worcester after last year. That's all I want to say. I'm glad they won it, you know. And, they, they, you know, Kyle Schwarber had to sit down for him, and that is what it is. And, you know, the, the, when the boys had to get the bat, they had their, what they got to do. So, hey, I'm glad they won it.
5: Jared, appreciate the call. And, yeah, Kyle Kyle from Waltham, tough night against the Red Sox. 0 for 5, three strikeouts. Chris Sale strikes him out twice. The other time he faced him, fly out to right. So, yeah, Chris Sale, and, and more on his line tonight, uh, he had 56 swings against him, 17 whiffs. But I think even more impressive than that, even though that's a really great ratio, uh, along with the uptick in velocity that we saw tonight, 14 balls in play against him. And only one of them was hard hit. He induced a lot of soft contact. And and that's what was so tough about the fourth inning, which he gave up three runs. The only hard hit ball was JT Real Muto's uh, triple. In terms of, what you go by a hard hit percentage, it's a ball 95 miles per hour or more off the bat. That one was roughly 97 miles per hour from Real Muto. That made it a 3-2 game. And then Alec Bohm hit a single to tie it up at three. At that moment, you thought maybe it was starting to unravel for Chris Salen. And you could see he was he was pounding the ball on his head. He threw the rosin bag down. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, no, is this where it completely unravels for him? Because, you know, he, especially against Baltimore, he had some starts where early on it looked good, and then it sort of got away from him. Uh, but credit to Kike Hernandez. It was a very underrated play in this game that's not going to show up in the box score. But after he uncorked a wild pitch with Josh Harrison at the plate that allowed Boehm to go to second, uh... It, it, it allowed a moment for Kike to come in and and just slow things down, have a conversation with Chris Sale, then the whole infield converges and they have a talk. That was a big moment because Dave Bush had already gone out to the mound uh, within that fourth inning, so a second time out from you know either him or Alex Coro would have had to prompt a, a pitching change. But instead, it sort of slowed things down, and a nice job by Kike to, to, to have that presence of mind to just slow it down uh, for him.
4: So it was promising to see Kike come in and you know calm him down a little bit. But are you still worried by that going forward with Sale if that happens at the wrong moment?
5: Yes, but at the same time, I I try to I try to take tonight's outing for what it was because we were searching for this. And again, I don't the final line seven hits three runs. You know, Andrew, you were watching the game too. I I don't think that ultimately tells the full story because of. The uptick in velocity tonight. I, I, I always worry. So No,
4: and I would like to apologize to Chris Sale because I wanted to get rid of him during the offseason, and I didn't know what his trade value would have been because you just weren't getting the return on the investment you made. But two games in a row, this is his third be- his third best outing of the year so far. Keep it rolling, Sale.
5: Keep yeah, it rolling. And I, and I think in some ways, it, again, I think the underlying numbers even tell a better story than what the final line even ultimately was. Again, the Red Sox, a 5-3 winner over... The Philadelphia Phillies tonight, seven straight W's now for the Sox. Let's go back to the phones. Paul in Westfield wants to chat about Chris Sale. Paul, what's going on?
1: Well, I went to wins in a row. Um, I had asked requested, wait till you see our pitching catch up. And as you mentioned, the high heat with movement, finally, Chris Sale is back. It may have taken a few years, but it's worth the wait because this guy has some great potential. And um, this is very important. And what what Coach Corey said about starting to throw high heat, Uh, you guys are very intelligent. Try three heads in the triceps and buy two in the bicep. If he strengthens those muscles and gets them to where the tendons are what you call in maximum stretchable mode, but not too tight, he's not going to blow up his arm because he still has an awkward pitching style. Keeping him healthy is key. And Chris, but I'm I'm just like you. You know, I've been through a lot of situations. And you have to maintain the frustration and use it as motivation. Remember, um, water is the softest of substances on the earth, and it carves granite. Not through strength, but perseverance, it wins. So keep per- persevering. And just like you, I don't want to see him punch the wall or injure himself because, man, then this guy's on, this is what we need. This is the team coming together with seven wins in a row. This is the attention getter. Just maintain this balance and order. And like our player said, all pull on the same rope in the same direction, work together as a team because there really is no I or me in team. And this team with Cora's brain, we can get somewhere this year.
5: Paul, appreciate the call, and I, I like that call from Paul. It went from medical to philosophical, and then a little I just, bit of
4: anatomy in there. A little
5: bit of anatomy in there, and then at the end, I, I like what he said about Alex Cora because Alex Cora leading this team. He is a, he's the perfect manager for this group, and he's getting a ton out of them. Uh, a, as I talked about at the open, offensively, this team is rolling. They they put together a, a solid night, and I actually might be underselling what they did offensively. and It's only because of how good they've been recently, but. Andrew, I, I think another thing about tonight on the offensive side, I think, and then we'll get back to pitching. This is another night in which they faced a top-flight starter. Zach Wheeler is a great pitcher. Uh, he came into the night eighth in the National League in strikeouts, 41 and 32 in two-thirds innings. Uh, he had the seventh-best whiff rate among starting pitchers coming into this game. And they tag him for uh, five runs, four of which earned in and. He also gives up seven hits in five-and-a-third innings. So, again, they get to a really good starter. We saw this with Kevin Gossman last night for Toronto, who is rolling coming into that start at Fenway Park, and he ends up giving up eight runs in three-and-a-third innings. Alec Manoa got tagged in his start, too. So it's another time the Red Sox offense goes to work against a guy that uh is, is a guy that you would put in the conversation maybe that top ten top twenty pitchers in major league baseball conversation and uh they make him look pretty ordinary tonight.
4: Yeah and his pitch count was up in the in the uh in pretty the early inning, right? yeah it got it got they up there pretty early. And it does doesn't even seem like that because I mean we were talking as to which highlight we wanted to pick, you know, uh for, for the Nissan postgame show and there wasn't really a sexy hit, you know, like there have been in you know previous games like there was in the last series he played against the Blue Jays. So a little bit of a quiet night, a lot of RBI singles, but you were able to get to them pretty early on in the third inning. And uh, you know, we had a caller last night who even said, like, we got to give more credit to, the, to, the, uh, to this batting rotation. They're the ones who have been getting all the credit all all season long, and they so have,
5: far. and it's been deserved because they have been carrying. Absolutely. they've been carrying the team. We've talked about it on all the nights I've done post game, where you know they, they, where they rank offensively in Major League Baseball. I mean, it's remarkable to see where they are, uh, you know, ranking in the sport coming into tonight. They were third in OPS, second in runs, first in hits, first in doubles, fifth in homer, uh, second in strikeout rate. I can go on and on and on, but this offense has been relentless. Uh, And and again, they do good work against Zach Wheeler tonight, tagging him ultimately for five runs in his outing, four of which earned in five and a third. Again, the Red Sox a winner today over the Phillies, five to three, seven consecutive Ws now for the Sox. They improved to 20 and 14 overall on this season 15 and 6 over their last 21 so again we think about where we were five and eight through the first 13 games and this team just continues to be exciting and they continue to play winning baseball before we we, we ultimately close out tonight i want to talk about the bullpen but let's go back to the phones and we'll go next to donald who's in boston donald what's going on
0: hey guys, uh thanks for taking the call i just wanted to say you know You know, coming into the season, frankly, I didn't have high hopes, especially, you know, the way the last year went. I was surprised that we went over the salary cap uh, the way that we did to sign story and – or, sorry, uh, the luxury tax. But, you know, the way we started this year, no matter where we finish off, you know, even if this team dies down and and doesn't quite make a playoff spot, I got to say that I feel good about the future of this team with, you know, guys like even Cass, who's been struggling a little bit. Valdez coming up and playing the way that he has Duran really reviving his career. Um I really was not I had a short lease for Kyle Bloom coming into the season and, and I gotta say that uh if we won less than seventy five games I was I was singing the tune of fire him, but uh the way it's gone so far, even if even if we finish around eighty games, you know, a little under five hundred, I would say that he's earned another year. Um, you know, as the general manager or president of baseball operations, whatever his official title is. So feeling good. It's been a fun team to watch, and I'm excited about the future of this team.
5: Yeah, Donald, appreciate the call, and I share a lot of the same sentiments. I will say, I think if this team wins 75 games, that would be a major disappointment at this point because I think this team has showed itself to be a good baseball team. I, I'm ready to say that now. I'm not afraid to say that this is a good baseball team one of the reasons i say it if you look at the standings they actually hold one of the wild card spots right now because they've jumped ahead of the toronto blue jays uh in the standings they are up a half game on them both teams won tonight but this is a good baseball team offensively i just rattled off the stats they're top three in a lot of categories the one thing that's held them back is starting pitching but even uh, even there i think they're starting to turn a corner. And and I, I think I rattled off this stat a little bit earlier, but it's now eleven consecutive games in which they have had starters go five or more innings. So they're starting to give you actually a little bit of length. Now, not all those starts have been good, but you know, you look at what Sale did tonight, and I and I think he really showed himself if we keep asking for the old Chris Sale. The old Chris Sale popped up tonight. And again, the final line might not completely tell you that. Six innings, seven hits, three runs. But velocity-wise, he was up, especially in the first inning. And he induced a ton of soft contact. 14 balls in play, just one hard-hit ball. Let's go back to the phones. My guy Wally in Fall River wants to chat. Wally, what's going on?
3: Yeah, what's up, Joe? I don't think the honeymoon's going to end soon. I mean, we haven't had a really marshmallow schedule. we play some tough teams, even during this win streak. But a lot of people around baseball now are starting to notice the Red Sox, their pesky lineup, how they wear down pitches. A sale, he was Chris tonight. He was the old Chris Sale, no doubt about it. And it gives everybody a big boost. I mean, you know, you got your stopper, now you got your ace back. So uh, it's going to be fun looking forward what happens in the you know, uh, what Heinblum does. If we need something, will he go out and get it, or will he just try and get another reclamation project?
5: And well, I appreciate the call there. Yeah, if they continue to play like this, they they have to they have to add to this team at the deadline. Hey, that's still a little bit of ways away, but at, at the same time, this team, as I said before, I'm I'm ready to say they're a good team. They are a good baseball team, and and they're playing great baseball over the last twenty one games, fifteen and six in that span. And, and again, the Achilles heel, which has been starting pitching, and and even a start like this will not. You know, rectify some of those numbers that they came in with on the starting side coming into tonight. Uh, You know, they were 29th in ERA, it's around six with with terms of starter ERA. You know, home runs per nine that was 28th, fifth, 27th uh, batting average against 25th. Uh, But this was a good start. This was a good start for Chris Sale tonight, and in which he showed really good stuff. And And I think he has to be very pleased with the overall outcome, despite having some tough luck in the fourth inning with. Uh, you know Some of the hits that he gave up, it was a, a string of four straight hits that led to three runs. Credit Kike Hernandez for at least going out there to settle him down as it looked like it was starting to unravel. And then he finishes out his uh, outing pretty strong. After the hit to Alec Boehm, he ends up retiring nine of the next 11 batters he faced. He worked around two singles after that, uh, and he ends up posting a quality start. A 6 innings pitch, seven hits, three runs, one walk. Ten strikeouts. Sox win it again by a score of five to three over the Philadelphia Phillies. And if you're also curious about the basketball score, when Celtics playing tonight. Hey, they also won in Philadelphia, one fourteen to one o two. So they're up two one in that series. The Celtics are an up and down team, but uh, I don't know if up and down is the right way to say it. They're they're a frustratingly good team because they have moments where they just don't show up like they did in game one, but they have had. The 76ers number, and now they're up 2-1 in that series. If you really want to rankle a Philadelphia fan, you you can just rattle off this stat because I was starting to think about it uh, as as both games were going on. Since 1984, the city of Philadelphia, two championships. Two championships across all their sports. Boston, 14. So Boston reigns supreme over Philadelphia once again tonight. Again, the final from Citizens Bank Park. Red Sox win it 5 to 3 over the Phillies. Boston now 20 and 14 overall in the season. Coming up, we'll talk about the bullpen, how they continued to perform. We had three good outings from the bullpen tonight. We'll break those down. We'll also preview tomorrow's game uh, coming up at Philadelphia. That's a 7:15 start time. We'll pause for a short break. More Red Sox review coming up right after this on WEI.
2: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Two on, two out. A strike away from a seventh straight win. The runners go. The pitch is swung on and missed. He struck him out. Ball game over, and the Red Sox have won seven in a row. 5-3 the final. Kenley gets his seventh save, and the Red Sox just keep on rolling. Yeah, let's
5: Just a great song choice there by Andrew being behind the glass. Little boys to men uh, as the Red Sox beat the Philadelphia Phillies 5-3. to three. I, I knew something was coming. I wasn't sure what it was, uh, but Andrew coming through as he always does. Uh, behind the glass there as the Red Sox beat the Phillies 5-3. to On top of that, uh, the Celtics beat the Philadelphia 76ers 114-102. So they're up two games to one in that series, Eastern Conference semifinals. And then the Red Sox, of course, now improved to 20-14 and on the season. And they have now won seven consecutive games. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review. We're taking you up to 11 p.m. Andrew Mann, as I mentioned, behind the glass. You can still call in 617 779 Seven nine three seven. Uh, the offense takes a backseat tonight in terms of the overall story of the game. They've been so great during this seven-game winning streak, and they end up putting together a solid performance tonight, tagging Zach Wheeler, uh, one of the best starters, I, I think, in the National League uh, for five runs, four of which earned in five and a third innings. But Chris Sale, great outing tonight. I-, I think in some ways you can actually argue that this is his best outing of the season just from a stuff standpoint. The fact that he struck out uh, 10 fill Philly- batters in six innings, and uh, I mentioned in the previous segment, but if you're just joining us now, 14 balls in play for the Phillies, just one hard-hit ball and then uh, 56 swings, 17 whiffs, and then the velocity was really up tonight all across the board. Uh, So a big outing for Chris Sale, and and it comes off an outing against the Guardians, in which he allowed just one run in six and a third inning. So back-to-back really good starts uh, for the Southpaw guy that the Red Sox are relying upon to give them uh, some really great outings. I mean, they signed him to such a big extension money-wise. that They were hoping to get something like this after that, and we know You know, it have been a disaster since he signed that extension, but still time to, to redeem that and get some value out of him, and, and he certainly provided that tonight for the Red Sox. Again, a 5-3 winner over the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, before we go, I wanted to touch on the bullpen. Before boys to men, as Andrew so geniusly just threw in there, he played the final call from Will Fleming uh, where Kenley Jansen wrapped up the save, so he now has... Seven saves on the season. He's been money in the back end of the bullpen. This one was a little bit scarier than uh, what we've we've seen out of him because he put two on with one out. He ends up buckling down to, to strike out Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner to end the game. And in the end, he strikes out three in an inning of work to pick up the save. But the bullpen for the Red Sox has been an in, in, in underrated storyline this season, I think, so far in 2023. And... You know, they get three innings out of the bullpen tonight. Richard Blyer and Chris Martin both toss scoreless frames. And those two guys have now posted three straight scoreless outings. And what's interesting about both of them is that the reason they were brought on to this team is because last year the Red Sox had so much difficulty, you know, just locating... In the strike zone, when the relievers came into games, it was a huge issue for them. You look at last year where they ranked in Major League Baseball. They were 25th in walks per nine among relievers, uh, averaging just shy of four uh, walks per nine. Now, this year, that number's been cut down. They're actually third best in Major League Baseball coming into tonight. It's by roughly a walk per nine innings. And those two guys, Richard Blyer and Chris Martin, they uh, they were brought onto this team specifically because... They are elite strike throwers, and they were able to do that tonight. Two innings pitched combined between the two, and just one strikeout, but they got the job done. Credit Richard Blyer. He comes in in the 7th inning. He ends up uh, facing Dalton Guthrie, the 9-batter, but then he has to face Kyle Schwarber. Trey Turner reaches on an E5, a a rare error for Rafi Devers, who's been really good defensively this year. And then he has to face Bryce Harper. I mean, Bryce Harper's one of the best players in baseball. He he had so much juice coming into this game. First game back in Philadelphia from Tommy John surgery. And so he comes up in a big spot with the game still in balance. It was a 5-3 game in the 7th, and he ends up inducing a roundout to get out of that inning. Chris Martin throws a 1-2-3 inning, and then Kenley Jansen, as I mentioned before, wrapped up the save. So, coming into the night, the Red Sox, ERA wise, among their relievers, ninth best in Major League Baseball. Last year, again, with all the issues they had, they were 26th in Major League Baseball in earned run average. 4.59 was the mark last year. Coming into tonight, 3.44. That number now dips even further, and uh, even though they don't strike out a ton of guys, because that's the one one part of the, the bullpen in terms of the totality of what the relievers bring to the table uh, that, not, I wouldn't say concerning, but it's just part of their profile. They don't strike out a lot of guys. They came into tonight 27th in the sport in Ks per nine among relievers, uh, reliever units in Major League Baseball. But they throw strikes. They throw strikes. They... Uh, are good at not giving up home runs. Six best in the sport and home runs per nine. Hard hit rate, just seventh. six best in the sport. So they, they're able to induce a lot of weak contact. They throw strikes, and it's been a much improved unit, and that's why we've seen more times than not the, the relievers get the job done in the back end of the bullpen. So again, a nice job by... Richard Blyer, Chris Martin, Kenley Jansen tonight. Three combined innings off the nice outing from Sale. And again, the Red Sox a 5-3 winner today over the Philadelphia Phillies. Just want to hit on some news and notes before we wrap up. The Red Sox did place uh, right-hander Cutter Crawford on the 15-day injured list uh, with a left hamstring injury. That that was um that that was an injury sustained in Wednesday's game against Toronto before exiting in the ninth inning so he's been a huge part of the bullpen uh, that's obviously a, a tough blow for the bullpen and 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 he's a guy that's taken a huge step forward Caleb Ort back on the roster now uh for the Red Sox uh, with that move with Cutter Crawford going to the IL and then There was a minor trade today. The Red Sox uh, acquired Zach Littell uh, from the Rangers for cash considerations. This was a guy that was actually two years ago pretty good. Uh, He posted a 2.92 earn-run average with San Francisco. He had actually started his career with Minnesota in terms of making the major leagues. Uh, So we'll see what he ends up providing. Uh, And he had a 2.25 ERA at AAA uh, Round Rock this year. So it's it's one of those low-key moves that maybe could end up paying dividends down. The road we'll, we'll certainly see. Meanwhile, James Paxton was on the hill today for Worcester. Uh, he ended up tossing 95 pitches, uh, according to Tyler Murray, the f- fantastic Woosocks uh, broadcaster. Uh, he tweeted out today the command a little spotty, and, and the numbers kind of show that 55 strikes, 95 pitches, five walks. But he did hold uh, Buffalo, the AAA affiliate of Toronto, uh, to two runs on two hits in five innings of work. Uh, He did pick up five strikeouts, 13 swings and misses, and the fastball peaked at 96 miles per hour. We're still waiting to see what James Paxton can do with the Red Sox. He was signed again prior to uh, not this past offseason, but the one before that, and he still hasn't made a start here in Boston, but that may be coming up soon. But the Red Sox... The vibes are great. Another W, seven in a row. They beat the Phillies by a score of 5-3. to three. And again, this, uh, the Celtics beat the Sixers 114-102. So Boston reigning supreme in Philadelphia. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Uh, the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show. That'll start at 6.15 p.m. First pitch at 7.15 p.m. Corey Kluber gets the start for the Sox in that one. I want to thank Andrew Mian doing a fantastic job behind the glass. Punching up... Uh, me, in and out of breaks, playing the highlights as well. I'm Joe Wiles, saying so long from Red Sox Review. here at WEI 5-3, the Red Sox are winner over the Phillies. We'll talk to you tomorrow.